Welcome to another episode of Behind the Design. I'm Mark Razor, Editor-in-Chief of Mary Traveler, the hotel industry's most popular online travel magazine. In this episode, we travel to Greece with the creators of Ubisoft's hit video game franchise, Assassin's Creed. Their most recent sequel, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, is set in ancient Greece. And what's amazing about the newest adventure is the sheer attention to detail its designers took to recreate real locations around the country. That includes the Acropolis in Athens, the temples in the mountain town of Delphi, and various island locations in the Aegean Sea. There are even faithful recreations of warships, which took countless men to row as they did battle in the sea. This is clearly the biggest playable world Ubisoft has created to date, and after taking on London, Paris, and Venice in previous games, Mary Traveler was eager to sit down with the Assassin's Creed designers to find out what it took to create Odyssey, and why recreating Greece was so important to them for this amazing game. The faithful attention to detail is stunning. From the buildings to the costumes, dialects, and artifacts, you learn so much while playing the game and get a new appreciation for ancient Greece that you could only get from books, art, movies, and TV shows in the past. So why not a video game? We were so eager, in fact, to learn how Odyssey was made that we traveled to Athens and Crete with Ubisoft. The final result of the game is something you need to play and experience for yourself. You'll be booking your own trip to Greece soon after. As you write your Odyssey across the mountains and the seas, remember the fate of Greece journeys with you. My name is Scott Phillips. I'm the game director on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And I'm Thierry Dansreau, art director on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And for people who don't really understand uh, video games and roles, like what does that mean? Wh what you okay. do? <laughs> uh, so the game director, I work closely with the creative director to come up with the vision for the game. Uh, and then I work with all the other directors, world, animation, art, uh, cinematics, writing, all those sorts of disciplines to make sure that that vision gets translated for the player at the end. So I'm the one that most of my time is spent working with the, the systems and the gameplay to make sure that when the player gets hands-on, they understand what they're doing, and they really enjoy what they're doing. On my side, I'm uh, responsible for all the visual of the game, so I have to. Uh, I'm also involved with the creative director and that guy here, Scott Phillips, so um, and other directors. So I'm kind of uh, doing the bridge because they have lots of needs, and I have to make sure that translate that uh, to translate that in, on the art side. And also, I'm involved with the world characters, FX, uh, props, architecture, and also cinematic dialogues and the UI menu. Cool. Um, before we start, can you give a quick description of what Assassin's Creed Odyssey is? Like, uh, what is the world we're dealing with? Um, who are the characters? And, and yeah, the time period. Yeah, so Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey is uh, the, I think it's the, 10th iteration of Assassin's Creed in the, on the main, uh, on the consoles. There's been obviously other Assassin's Creed's on, uh, in comic books and in movies and things like that. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, we take you to 431 BCE, 
where you take care of, uh, you, you handle Alexios or Cassandra. So for the first time, you're choosing who your player character is. Uh, and you take them through a, an odyssey, through their journey to recover uh, the family life that they've lost when they were young, uh, discovering ancient Greece, traveling uh, on your ship, on land, on your horse, uh, fighting enemies, uh, meeting friends, uh, romancing other people. So it's really a, a full role-playing game where you're growing throughout this entire huge uh, world. And uh, how... Do you how do you start designing a game like this? Like it's from what we've seen, it's pretty massive. And, um, do you start with location with maps? Um, or do you start with character? I mean, it's, we definitely with Assassin's Creed, we start with setting. So the time period and the location, uh, so that we know, you know, since we have all of history as our playground, we can go sort of anywhere. Uh, even when we said, okay, it's going to be Greece we needed to look at, okay, when in Greece? There's quite a few periods. Obviously, there's uh, our period with the Peloponnesian War. There's Alexander the Great conquering the world just uh, less than 100 years later. Uh, and then there's a lot of other periods throughout history that Greece has interesting areas, interesting times that we'd like to play. Uh, going even back to sort of uh, um, Homer and the Iliad and the Odyssey are, are areas that we could have investigated as well. So it's basically about picking what fits, you know, what we want to do, which for us was choice. We wanted to have a world that was contrasted. So having the land and the sea, uh, having this cultural revolution of Socrates and Hippocrates and uh, sculpture and all these art forms uh, contrasted with the violence of the Peloponnesian War of Athens versus Sparta. So that, that setting gave us the opportunity to approach our sort of main goal, which was bringing choice into the into the franchise. You've done such a great job in um, bringing real locations to life, so London, Paris, um, Boston, um, and other games in the franchise. How important was it to create that sense of space um, and place for uh, uh, for this game? Well, when we got here two years ago uh, for our scouting trips, we we asked ourselves how we'll manage to build such a huge world because Greece is quite a big country, and uh, our, one of our main challenges was to play with the size relation between like, a location to another one. So, uh, so uh, we did tons of iteration, we stress test our map, we played with size and height, and let's say mountain height, and uh, the distance between everything, and then uh, until we got a good feeling about it, and okay, this travel seems right, uh, the, the distance between islands and stuff like that, uh, uh, is it enough? Not enough? Are we going too fast? Are we spending too much time traveling? So, and then later on, uh, we start to place our cities and village, and then the system and narrative came on, on top of all of this and start placing their quests within the world. But uh, so, uh, Greece, ancient Greece, because that was your question, uh, it's, it's, was it? something new for us because we did London before which was a city so it's quite smaller uh, so uh, having to deal with that amount of space and uh, different type of location to build was something that we had to uh, learn and discover and uh, and I think in the end we end up having creating a very interesting world and uh, I think we're we're all very proud today because we're looking at the player's reaction our reaction and uh, I think the feeling of scale is quite well executed. How much of Greece do you see in the game? How much of Greece? Yeah, and how many locations? 
Uh, there's many locations because we go from the Attica to the Peloponnese. We have tons of islands. We have Crete. So uh, we touch almost all the key locations that uh, were in the Peloponnesian War. So it's not just Athens? Oh, no, it's not just Athens by any means. Athens is uh, one city in our world. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, Scott, you were talking um, earlier about just all the different locations that you went when you started scouting and, and, and looking at different parts of Greece. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so the first place we obviously landed was Athens, and then we walked around there, uh, uh, killed ourselves uh, with a jet lag for two days, uh, seeing the Parthenon and all the museums nearby, the uh, Agora, the Acropolis. Uh, and then we moved on to a, a bus, which uh, sort of allowed us to keep pace and wake up. So then we went to uh, sort of Epidaurus, Delphi, Olympia, uh, Sparta, uh, Corinth, uh, and the Acro Corinth, which I think was one of the most amazing places for me. Going up to the top of this hill uh, was, was great. Seeing some of the terrain is fantastic. Like it really, really changed the way I thought about Greece. Like looking at the terrain, how rocky, and then just how mountainous it was. Uh, it, it just totally changed how we how we needed to approach Greece. We also went to Tassos, which is a northern island. We went on Crete as well. So we did try to have a the best understanding on the different type of uh, biome that Greece could have, so we could reproduce reproduce them accordingly. Had you been to Greece before? No, never. Thierry says no too. <laughs> this is our second time, so it's really cool now being back after three years and being able to look at a place like Delphi and see uh, when we first went there, I had no reference for what anything was. And then coming back now and I know what our version of Delphi looks like. And so I know where we're, uh, we were, you know, very high fidelity on certain areas to make sure that we deliver on, you know, making it authentic. It's not going to be a historical reproduction of Delphi. It's authentic uh, as best we can, fitting within our gameplay and system constraints. Um, and where, what were you looking for since this was your first trip? Um, and how much, going back a little bit, uh, how much time did you actually spend when you were scouting? We spent about 10 days. Uh, I think one of the best things we had was we had our historian, Stephanie, who later came on staff and stayed with us for these past three years. Uh, her knowledge of Greece, her having done tours before, uh, she has a PhD in, in Greek history, so she could really, really dig into when we had questions, she could dig into it both uh, on the spot and then back at the studio over the course of those three years. It wasn't like we did one month of study and then it was done. It was just constant and consistent, always needing more answers, new information to make sure that we're delivering on that authenticity as best as possible. I'd like to add also that uh, we took photograph and picture of um, pretty much everything, like every rocks on the ground, plants, vegetation, uh, different type of mountain, the looks of the water, the temples, the museum. We went in tons of museum. We took picture of every type of armor, every type of details, because we needed we needed to reproduce them all. So uh, we need to have a very good understanding. And like like Scott were, uh, was mentioning, we had also other experts that worked with us uh, because each group had uh, different people. So uh, and then we had people working also in Paris with us, uh, building a big, huge site of reference. So uh, we had we've done, I think, from my personal opinion, the most amount of research for an Assassin's Creed game because it's just gigantic the amount of research we did. Since you had never been to Greece before, um, doing research for this for this game, was there anything that really surprised you um, during your trip? Anything that stood out that you didn't expect? 
Well, like I said, I think the terrain and the, the, the mountainous, like the, the fact that everything is mostly rocky. There's just tons of rocks all over the place. Uh, so that, that made me think uh, when we went to Sparta and you go into the valley and you see this huge valley of, uh, of wheat and you realize, oh, okay, now I totally get why they defended this territory. Like this was a, an enormous bounty. Like they, they had the perfect land to live on. And so it just clicks and it's, okay, I understand the motivation of these people a lot better than I would have if I had never been here. Well, my point of view is the more you learn about ancient Greece, the you came to a realization that you knew, you knew nothing because it's kind of every topic could be studied for life, I guess. Uh, uh, speaking with our historians, she could talk for hours about a single topic. So, and then, so we learn so much things doing that game that Greek, uh, the Greek culture is everywhere even today. So, uh, the, when you think of myths and mathematics, theater of the law, uh, philosophy, talking. From that time period, so uh, which is amazing. So, uh, so on a personal level, not even on, on the art action side, for me, I was like super uh, motivated to learn about that culture because it's it's really fun to learn about. It's it's our sources, it's our kind of origin for the occidental world uh, in a way. So it's, it was quite amazing. Yeah. Just one thing I wanted to add was how uh, a lot of when we learn more about that history, it actually informs a lot of like things that are going on now it, it's sort of a during our time period there was a, a leader named cleon who was uh, uh, accused of sort of being a populist and appealing to people's uh, their their lowest motivations in order to get his political power and it, it like it's 2500 years ago it's amazing that that sort of thing was going on and and we can look back at you know what they did or how things happened for them and i think history is an amazing teacher uh, for the way we live, the culture we live in, everything is uh, can be informed by learning about that history. Yeah, I was going to ask if all this research makes you look at Athens, you know, different parts of the country differently now. Well, it's called stinking. Uh, for me, Athens, the first time I got here, I don't know, somehow I was super impressed by the Acropolis and the Parthenon because Parthenon was the first monument de dedicated to uh, democracy. So... Uh, and that's 2,500 years ago. So to me, it was it's not been that of a long time that democracy appeared on Earth. So, so, and being here in such an old city that has so much history, it's kind of very special in a way. That okay, we live in Canada, which was founded 400 years ago. So, yes, so, there's so many story here that's kind of impressing in a way, and and we really wanted to translate that into the game. That that kind of massive history land that Greece is. Yeah, I think the idea that yeah that Greece is, has been continue or Athens has been lived in for 6000 years uh, is super interesting especially like like Terry said coming from the US or Canada where you know oh that house is 400 years old oh my but come here and oh that building is 2500 years old it's it's a little it gives you a different perspective on uh, just how long people have lived here and how much things have changed over that time. But then, you know, the Acropolis is still there. It's still basically the same place it was. Uh, it may be more or less uh, wrecked, but it's just as important as it was back then. I think visiting a place like that uh, gives you a different perspective on, on human culture. Do you have a favorite moment during those 10 days that you were exploring Greece? 
Yes, absolutely. So there are two moments I think the that were just I still remember them very vividly. One was being on the top of the the Acro Corinth. It's this huge hill uh, near Corinthia. It, it's had fortresses for thousands of years. Essentially, every new culture that's owned that territory has put a new fortress up there. So we climbed all the way up the hill. You get up to the top, and the clouds were still off. And then as we're walking around, huge bank of clouds wash in and you can't see more than 10 feet in front of you and it was just it was an amazing uh, sort of atmospheric uh, experience and then being in in Sparta or near Sparta and we drove up a hill uh, got out walked around a little bit there were bees buzzing so you could hear the bees all around the place and then a storm again storm rolled in across the mountains because Sparta is in a big valley so it's got mountains on three sides and then the water on the other side so the the clouds rolled in the storm rolled in and then the thunder started hitting on one of the mountaintops and we could hear the thunder bouncing back and forth in the valley so it, it hearing that like i could really imagine okay i understand why they believed in the gods why they believed in zeus and these these powers that oh man did i do something to anger zeus why am i this is oh man this is scary like it, it's just it's a really amazing feeling uh, yeah delphi was definitely one of uh one of the locations that impressed me the most, but also I have to say that Olympia, uh, the, the Olympic site, I uh, was kind of super impressed because Olympic is known by everyone and to know that it st all started there and we run on the track, the racetrack, which is still there. And uh, so it was qu quite an amazing experience just to be there and to, it's like, a bit unreal in a way so but we were we were alone because we went off season so uh, we had the site almost for ourselves so it was a, a really a great experience yeah what time of year was that uh it was in march yeah gotcha. so people should come in march yeah march was it was uh, a little cool but uh the the sites were empty and uh yeah we got mostly to ourselves so uh we could look at anything spend as much time as we wanted anywhere we wanted nice do you have a favorite part of the game and it could be the smallest little moment um, it's a silly thing, but I like, uh, you can, we added that you can ride on the standing on the back of the horse. So not just, uh, in the saddle, you can stand on the back of the horse and ride around and then hop off. And so you can run, ride to the edge of a cliff, hop off. And then you have this ability that allows you to like Superman into the ground and cause a, a big explosion. And so that's, it's super tricky to pull off, but when you do, you feel like a real hero. Is there a favorite location or spot? Um, I think the islands. So going to Mykonos and Delos, which are our E3 demo, building those was a, a, a real challenge. It was a lot of fun because we were building it, uh, I don't think it was last, this year? It might have been this year we were building them. And uh, building the stories, building the gameplay, uh, seeing just like the first time we see the eagle flying to Mykonos and it's just, ow, okay, I... Because I had heard uh, we had people from Britain in the studio, and they would say, "Oh yeah, Mykonos is the party island. Lots of people from from Britain go there for vacation." And then seeing just how like it looks like the Caribbean for me, which is more more of my uh, uh, as an American, that's more of where I would picture as the the most beautiful place on the earth. But Mykonos was easily the one of the most beautiful places on the earth. How about you, Terry? Well, it's hard to say because the old world is kind of my baby in a way. So, uh, but. Uh, I have to say that Athens, I love Athens because there's lots of contrast within the city and there's the Piraeus and the different type of district within the city. 
and uh, I love the its organic feels. There are tons of uh, different layers and uh, height within it, and also having to build the Acropolis and the Parthenon on top of it, and re re rebuilding everything that was there. I think it's a something great. Uh, the valley of Sparta, where Sparta is in, the, in Laconia, is, is very special also because you can see the Montegueras in, uh, in the backdrop and uh, the city in the middle of the valley, uh, which is, uh, from a visual point of view, quite uh, extraordinary. Uh, it looks awesome. Uh, the first island also, Kefalonia, I think we nailed it quite well. It's, it's a beautiful island, so uh, there's tons of different locations that I really love. Um, how important is travel to you? Um, and that's something obviously is captured in the game, but for you personally, um, does it, what does it mean? Hopefully it usually means, uh, uh, going to the Caribbean and, uh, laying on a beach. That's my, my, uh, vacations tend to be, uh, restful to get away from, uh, stress. And so I, I want to be as, uh, as well. I like to do some museums and stuff like that, but I tend to like, okay, let's go to the beach and spend four or five hours there. Uh, I also like cruises and you know anything that's sort of quiet and will allow me to take my time and, and do what I want to do. I don't like to feel rushed. And then if I do go to a place like Athens, I want to schedule everything. Like I want to know what I'm doing every minute of the day so that I make the most use of that time in that place. Well, I think travel is when you can afford it and can you, when you can travel it's it's a needed experience as a human being because you can see different culture and different type of living because often we are trapped in our routine and we do see the same things we, we go to sleep go to work go to sleep go to work eat and blah 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 so it's kind of a especially for, as an artist we need to see things you need to get inspired by other culture other language so uh, for me i see travel as a life experience that uh, fulfill my uh, my mind or my spirit can i say that and uh, that that i use that or uh, in my day to day uh, as an inspiration and uh, in my work also so uh, i love traveling absolutely um well i want to congratulate you guys like the game is beautiful it's amazing it's it's a game that I think people are going to spend a lot of hours playing and just exploring. Um, you are now experts on Greece, <laughs> for sure. Um, what is that one thing people should do? I would say give it a try. <laughs> because it's, we've built so many new things in that game, you know, pushing the RPG further, the customization, the choices. Uh, and I'm not speaking as a game developer or just as a gamer. I really enjoy playing our game. I think it's an amazing game, and I think people should try it because it's a very good Assassin's Creed game. Well, you, you guys are ex experts at Greece now, just as a country, you know, of Athens, of the different locations around the country. What what should people do in in the country as a destination? I think uh, for me, the, my favorite, my, the thing I would tell people to do in the game would be to go off the beaten path. Like, don't just do what the next quest tells you to do. Like. Ignore that and go travel the world, go see different things. And there's an enormous amount of content in the game to uh, find and discover if you just sort of turn off uh, the marker and just go where you want to go. Uh, so I think just explore the game is the main thing I would say. All right, excellent. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Merry Travelers Behind the Design. 
Check out other episodes of our shows wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And don't forget to check out Mary Traveler at traveler.marriott.com for inspirational travel story. Marriott Traveler.